This is the MLW Radio Network. When Wednesdays are just not enough, Front Row Material presents The False Finish. Welcome in, Mikey Whipwreck, and your host, Mike Freeland. Let me turn this air conditioner off. It's going to be fucking loud. Yeah, I turned mine off, so... So I guess I'm fat, so if, if it gets hot in here, it's going back on. Well, you called me fat on fucking Wednesday. I'm thinking, Jesus. Did I lie? Well, I mean, it's not that far of a stretch. I mean, it's, I, well, I mean, well, it's it, look, we're in the neighborhood. If I was skinny like Jerry, you'd say, yo, Mikey, that's fucked up. <laughs> but if I'm fat and I say someone else is fat, it's, uh, you know, it's on an even keel. It's all in the same neighborhood, right? That's correct. Oh my gosh! What what's our beverage of choice this evening? Coors Light. Is that the is that the, the beer that the mountains change colors or something? They turn blue when the can is cold. Yeah, which is very important because usually I forget to put them in. Right. When I run out, and I have warm beer, so now I can look and see if they're ready. So now we, I, the cans we, are blue. I drink the beer. If it's not, I drink wine. Well, I when was all gonna... else fails, scotch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's, oh shit! So there's no chance whatsoever you would ever drink, let's say, room temperature uh, beer. I'm not saying that. In a pit. <laughs> but I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not a prude, fucker. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, you know, I'm not difficult. But if I had to, I would choke you, it down. You would You would get the job done. Okay. Nice. So is, Cor- is Coors Light your beer of choice? Like if, if uh, money was no object and you could have an unlimited amount of whatever of your favorite brand, what would your brand be? Natty Ice. Shut up. I'm not listening <laughs> to this shit. This is fucking Keystone Light. Keystone Light. No, absolutely not. Probably Coors Light. Okay. You know, if I'm, if I, if I'm going to be drinking all night long, I'm going out with buddies or something, right. then I'll drink Coors Light. Okay. But if I'm going out for just, you know, one or two drinks with dinner, I'll get something. Probably like an IPA, something like that. I love the the, the, the camera work you got going on right here. Are you literally holding it up like this? Well, I have to. What is my... You got your own fucking jib going on over there? Oh, well, my God. Wanting a fucking selfie stick. Well, I was going to say you could get a selfie stick. That would make it much easier. I have to use my willy. <laughs> Oh, it never ends. It never the good thing ends. is to be far. It'd be far enough away that you could see uh, nothing. <laughs> Lots been going on in the world since you and I last talked. Two uh, days. Yeah, two days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, lots going on here in two days. Well, I mean, world's going to hell. Stock market's going to shit. I mean, unfucking believable. My Kroger's is having some issues. Can't Kroger's believe it. is having an issue? My, my local Kroger is having a huge fucking issue. They're running out of all their s'more shit. And I like to have a healthy supply. And, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, an oxy, that's an oxymoron. Healthy supply of s'more stuff. So, I don't know what the hell their deal is. See, I only like a certain brand of marshmallow when I do the s'mores. I don't just take any brand. So, it's it's the, the Puffs brand that I like. And they don't have it. They got some knockoff like brand, and I I don't like it. It's not good. I talked to the manager a couple hours ago. S'mores. Yes. 
and our friend Chris on Twitter will appreciate this. Okay. S'mores is the Hootie and the Blowfish of fucking This is fucking desserts. bullshit. I can't even believe you're still going on to this thing. Hootie and the Blowfish is I a was fucking... over it. I was over it. Yeah. Until I was on Twitter five minutes ago. Right, and someone called you out on it. And our friend Chris... Yes. ...did not seem to agree with my, uh, my assessment. No. Chris, though, 767-79912. Easy for you to say. Why the fuck? When I repeat somebody, it's got to be a 37-character handle. Well, that's the thing. Why does everybody have to put all these numbers behind their, uh, their Twitter handle? You know? Rob, 754329L. Like, who the fuck? Like, is it is it really that much of a difference between you and the next Rob? Like, maybe. Oh, this I is Chris Christo. Christo. I nice. think it's like it, Christo is like it's a P-H-E-R. And it's like the 7677 equates to that P-H-E-R, but it doesn't. Wait a minute. Are you talking about like the stuff that people use for cooking? No. Like Christopher. Oh, I thought you said Crisco. Oh, my bad. Okay. That's what that, well, that's what it says, Christo, and then the numbers. Right, his Crisco. Name is Christopher. So. No, Christopher. Christopher. Okay. Christo. Christo, not Crisco. Correct. Okay, got it. Why got are we it. thinking about fucking food all the time? Speaking I, of giving an orange. I was just uh, not another goddamn orange. All right, I'll Jesus. wait. You know, if there's one thing that you're never gonna get is fucking scurvy. I swear. That's correct. Never gonna get it. You'll be fine. Fighting off the Rona. Oh, my God. My father-in-law came over for a, uh, a barbecue the other week, and uh, he got two fucking ticks in my backyard. Oh, two they're ticks. They're all, they're, the ticks are all over the place now. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Parker had one, and I saw, like, two crawling on my dog. They didn't, they didn't suck in there yet. Un- that, now we're all going to die from this fucking Lyme disease, encephalitis thing that's out there now. Yeah. Oh my god! I give up. Now, <laughs> I give up. Did, didn't they say that the that the uh, the hornet thing is uh is a bunch of shit? Like uh, we don't have to worry about that because they're not going to make it to the Midwest. Well, they said not only that they're not aggressive. Why do they call them murder then? Because they're they're big and they just fucking they fuck with the other wasps and bees. Well, you I'm and guessing. I are big and we don't fuck around with other people, much less murder people. Well, they're they're like giants. Oh, not fat. Like like, <laughs> like cicadas. Yeah. Okay. All right. They're they're big. Touche. But they're docile. Until we hear next year that they fucking mated with the freaking honeybee. Oh Jesus! Were, then we have freaking murder hornets. Murder hornets. Man, m- murder hornets. Yeah, they come from the Monster Factory. I was just about to say, from Monster Factory, the Hornets, got to watch out for them. Jesus Christ, wrestling ratings suck. Not so great. NXT uh, and uh, Dynamite were uh, God, were tooth and nail this week. Terrible numbers. What's well, summertime, but good Lord. Well, 677 I... and 673. Right. Like 1.7 something for Raw. Wrestling is in the fucking shitter, but it's on fire. It's in the sh- it's in the shitter, but it's on fire. That's well, like Indies, saying Indies that's like saying the... that that girl's hot, but I wouldn't fucking bang her with my buddy's dick. Like you're gonna have to explain yourself. Why? 
Well, you said it's hot, but yet it's in the shitter. So tell me what so it expounded. Well, the indies on. were doing good, and there's MLW doing good, and NWA, yeah. and a lot of the, in, the bigger independents are doing well. Right. But WWE and AEW, good lord, what the fuck is going on? You know, I don't know. I don't know what the what the whole situation here is. Did you hear that uh, uh, Paul Heyman is no longer a uh, part of creative in WWE? Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, so evidently um, decision has been made to consolidate the creative teams. Oh, here that, we go again. Yeah, and uh, they're regulating Paul to now just an on-camera guy. So, which I know he does not like because he never wanted to be on camera. So, you can't you can't follow the shit. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, okay, so do you think knowing Paul Heyman and what I, I don't know how well you know Bruce Pritchard, but do you think sometimes if you have too strong of personalities, it's just not going to work? Uh, they have too many fucking people doing it. That's the problem, right? You know, they, they their WWE's best stuff for the most part was when you had two or three people writing this shit. Right. So you had you had you had uh, Pat uh, and Vince, and then you had Pat Vince and and uh, Bruce. Right. I think that was probably the best team they had. The, but then you had Vince Russo and Ed Farrar doing it for the most part. Right. And you know, you know, with, with Vince and them chiming every now and then. But I, I just <sighs> too many cooks in the kitchen, possibly. Well, no, well, all right, here's the thing. <laughs> I love it when you sigh, because either there's, you're going to say something very deep and meaningful, or you're just going to rip someone an asshole. So either way, the floor is yours. There's too many people involved with this shit. Hire two or three people that are fucking competent. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need. And just leave them alone. Yeah, just let them do what they got to do. You might get lucky. Maybe they'll come up with some good shit. That the people will like instead of just depending on what they think Vince will like. Well, I guess that's the that's 87 the, years old. Right. But see, that's the million dollar question though, Mikey. Is it a situation where these guys are writing because they're wanting to put out the best product for what viewers are going to enjoy? Or are they doing it to pander to their boss to make him happy? However, it doesn't do a whole lot for the uh, the audience itself. So basically, you're just becoming a glorified yes man. Basically, who cares? Because it sucks. The reason doesn't matter. It sucks. But no, but do you agree with me on that? Do you think it, it it comes to one of those two paths? Either I write for what I think the audience is going to enjoy, therefore the boss may not like it, or do I write something that I think the boss is going to like, but the audience won't? No, I think they just suck. What does it take to be a fucking creative writer? Like, here's the thing that I've never understood in my entire life. I have taken creative writing classes. I went to school for television and film. I've written multiple scripts and screenplays. I've floor directed. I've done the whole nine yards. Okay? Even did independent movie, which I have tons of DVD extra copies here at the house. Point is, what what qualifies you? What qualifies you to sit in a room and say, all right, we're going to take... Johnny Fuckhead and Bobby Buttnose, and we're going to put them together, and then this is going to happen from here. What qualifies you? What constitutes you being qualified to be in that position? I think for the most part, you have to know what works and what doesn't. Okay. Generally speaking. Okay. Now, there are going to be things that you're going to try that are completely off the wall mm-hmm. that are going to gain traction, and people will like it. 
And there's going to be some things you're going to go to the well one too many times and people aren't going to like it. But I think part of the problem, too, is nobody is standing out. Right. At all. It's all the same shit every fucking week. It's the same shit. This guy wins this week. Next week, he loses. There's, there's no... And there's nothing compelling, storyline-wise, to make right. these go. Which is where I think AEW, at this point, is doing much better. Oh, I wonder why. Maybe because their writers are wrestlers. The, the, the problem I started to have with WWE, and once again, I'm not shitting on them, and I'm, I'm glad some of our listeners, and I'm going to talk about our listeners a little bit later on in the show, because I have some really things I want to say. But... The one thing I will say is that even though I don't agree with the direction WWE is going, I'm not going to shit on the company as a whole. They have done some really great things. Here's the current problem. The things that they have done with the current performers. Take Seth Rollins, for example. Okay, They're calling him the, the Monday Night Messiah. Like, I'm not even quite sure why that moniker came up, but whatever. He's got this, like, this Branch Davidian, David Koresh shit thing going right now. And we all know that's not really who he is as a person. So it's a very hard sell for an audience to really gravitate towards him when he's this alleged darker type of figure kind of guy. I don't think people are gravitating towards that at all. I think people don't like the fact that the... Jeff Hardy situation with his personal life is being thrown up on the fucking TV screen. We all know the problems Jeff has had. Okay, we get it. He's moved on with his life. He's in a better place. Why is it every single time something happens in someone's personal life, do they feel the need to put it on TV? There's a disconnect. And there's a disconnect because people are talking on so, and I mean the, the, the wrestlers. They're on uh, social media, okay, acting as their real life selves, correct, doing almost everything they can to distance themselves from their on screen persona, okay, to a point. Then you're trying to take real life issues and bring them into their their TV persona, right? So there's no like I don't know if they're trying to blur the lines. But they're blurring the, bl- the blurring the lines because they're drunk. Right. Not because they're doing it on purpose and they're being overly creative. Right. It's just not good. I do not want to hear on their TV show how it's a television show. I don't want to hear in their TV show how their top heels are doing Make-A-Wish. I don't want to hear on television how Hunter and Stephanie, this goes back a little bit, when they were like the top heels in the company. Right. Are doing all the Connor's cure and the and all the, the you know, the what do you call it? The uh the, the charity stuff, the, the charity make a wish stuff and all, and, that, and all, stuff. That, yeah. all that stuff for the kids. Right. I don't want to hear that on the right. TV show. I I understand that. On the TV show, I want to be brought into that world and and that's what I want to see. I don't want to be reminded every fucking fifteen minutes that it's bullshit. If I want to see all the bullshit stuff, I will go to the corporate portion of the WWE website and look at all that stuff there. Right. But I think on their their uh, main website, the -hmm. storyline website, right, and the social media stuff, and all the stuff that's going to play along to storylines and characters and stuff that should be completely separate from all the great stuff that they do for the communities and the kids and everything else. 
I agree. I think you do need to keep that separate. It's two different worlds. Right. And then when you have the wrestlers on there playing the real world stuff under their character Twitter accounts and their personal accounts, which are linked to their character, <laughs> it's, a very confu- <laughs> it's a very confusing thing. It is. I agree with you. Like, I think that Seth Rollins should have a Seth Rollins page. Yes. Kobe Lopez could have a Kobe page. Right. Where he could talk about, you know. Whatever he wants. His, his fiance, you know, his, his, you know, maybe coming on the horizon and all that other right. stuff. Right. I just, I just think it's, you're trying to mix two, three things. And then you have Randy Orton going off on, who's it, Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. They're going back and forth. Then you're like, well, is this two guys that really don't like each other and they're just fucking with each other? Is it just all character stuff? Is it like, it's like, oh, and you get people talking. What is it? I don't know. I don't care. But nobody's there to be the gatekeeper of any of this. No one's there to say, hey, you know what, guys, let's stick to even though I guess in Vince's mind, he, he really does not like to refer to the company as a wrestling company. It's all entertainment to him. So I guess the way he envisions things in his mind is it's a movie, and when they're not on set, they're there themselves. Or if they wish to continue to do their thing, because obviously there's no repercussions to any of this. I mean, we would have seen this more often. There's more vulgarity going on, and I'm not going to say just with WWE, but with wrestlers and social media now, it's like, oh my god. But like their, you, fan, their fan base isn't buying it. Right. They don't like it. AEW's fan base, during that show, they are completely immersed in the show. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And they're not taking you out of the environment. They're treating it as if it's, it's a thing, and the fans are willing to play along because you're not taking them in and out of reality. Correct. You're bringing them into an environment where all the fans want to have a good time. They go crazy for the Orange Cassidy stuff, right? Some of this, the slow motion stuff and this kind of ha- – they go all get into it. And they're doing it legitimately, and they're doing it full tilt, balls to the wall. That's mm-hmm. how they're doing it. And the fans appreciate it, and they're playing along. How can you play along when you're taking in and out of it all the time? Right. Which is with your WWE. You can't. So my advice to them would be keep the wrestling stuff with the wrestling stuff. And then all the other stuff you want to do, go right ahead. But you, they're trying to mix it to it, and I'm sure it can be done. Now, there's a way you can do it, I'm sure. Because I think, and I'm going to toot our horn a little bit, but the ECW guys back in the day. Right. The way we were, we kind of blurring the lines with reality and and, and and fiction. I think we could have got away with that on the social. We, we, we could have done it a little bit better. Do you think it's also a difference between, I mean, and I hate to question people's passion, but maybe you guys in ECW were just that passionate. That was a time frame when it meant something still, where now it might not mean as much, meaning – you know what? I went to a wrestling school. There's thousands of them now. You know, it's not hard to necessarily break into the business like it used to be, where people are wanting to be on there because they have a good body and they want to be famous. Where do you see what I'm trying to say? The, the desire to play the game is not the same as it once was. But we didn't play it like we were playing the game. We kept, we kept, we kept kayfabe going. 
You did, and that was the old school aspect of it that I thought was really good. You kept that intensity going. You never really broke down that third wall. But we did a little bit. But we didn't insult people's intelligence with it and just come out and say, hey, everybody, this part is bullshit. Right. Which you can kind of see now sometimes. You can. It's very transparent. So I think if back in the day, I think the ECW guys would have kept their characters protected a little bit. As any of the old timers would have kept their characters protected a little bit on the Internet during this whole social media thing. And been able to say some stuff, but mostly keep your character intact. Do you think in any way this plays a factor? Because I've been thinking about this last few weeks, that wrestlers nowadays are trying to promote themselves in other avenues, such as podcasts, such as maybe nutrition books or health plan workouts or supplements or whatever the hell it is, clothing lines, because they do realize that their career could end at any point in time. So they're really trying to promote themselves as the as a human being as the individual not just the character because they want that to live on so they can continue to make money even if let's say vince says you know your runs up yeah the whole thing is tricky because they say oh we're actors okay that's correct but sylvester stallone for the most part is not playing rocky balboa every week no he's not years right he's not so you associate him with, okay, well, that's his movie. He does something else, and he'll do a different movie. He'll be a different character. Right. And he'll do a di- We're the same character all the time. Correct. So that's where it gets tricky, trying to blur the two real-life stuff and the character stuff, because you, you are that character all the time. Do you feel that comes from a management standpoint, where they need to have maybe a, a closed-door meeting with everybody and say, guys, cut this shit out? You know, I mean— Whatever beef you guys have with each other, please do not air out your laundry everywhere. Because if they think that it's it makes it compelling that, oh, this person has a beef with this person, maybe this will spill over to TV. No, it, it, it has nothing because sometimes these people are not even working in a program together at the time. So it has no relevancy whatsoever. Yeah. Did, it, did, did they think that it's somehow going to make it more compelling? Like, oh, this guy just told this guy to go fuck himself or whatever like that. Like, no. It's not interesting because in some ways, I think with the Attitude Era, we've been burned out on the whole shock and awe type of thing. Would you agree? I agree. We're burned out. We've seen it all. We've seen – we've literally seen babies being kicked. We've seen abortion angles. We've seen necrophilia. We've seen uh, Steve Austin and Brian Pillman with a gun. We've seen – what else? People giving birth to hands. We've seen – uh, chopping off dicks. I mean, we've seen everything. So as a wrestling audience, I think at some point in time, you start to realize, well, okay, so even if they are going at it, who the hell cares? We've been there. We've done that. We've seen that. So what what is going to get my blood fired up to turn on the TV if these two guys are going at it? Because what the fuck? We've already seen 20 years of this stuff. Yeah, but it's all – AEW is doing a very good job of it. Yeah, but they're not doing it to that extent though. What do you mean? I don't think they're going to the extent of two guys are cussing at each other on social media online and going at each other tooth and nail. No, I mean, but that's what I mean. But they're doing it right. They are. They absolutely are. They're keeping their shit to Wednesday nights, and that's it. But which, I think Tony which, Khan also probably runs a tighter ship. 
Just my opinion. He could. I think he may. I think he may say, hey, listen, I get it. I'm coming into a business that you guys know all about and I am not, but I come from the business world. So if we're going to try to merge these two worlds together, we got to somehow have some boundaries here. And I don't, I don't, I don't think he's thinking of it like that. You don't think he's thinking of keeping boundaries? I think, I think the guys do it. I think, you think they just have enough respect. Yes. Yes. Perfect. That's what we're looking for. When you see them do their post show interviews and stuff like that, Tony is the one that's talking all the business stuff and the character stuff and things like that. You let the characters keep their character. Right. Which is how it should be. Let the office people discuss anything that you want to talk to the media about. Let the characters be the character. Now, we did talk about this on, oh gosh, I don't remember what episode on Front Row, but we talked about wrestlers going on each other's podcasts and breaking kayfabe, which obviously we know that that's dead, gone, and buried. However... Do you think that in itself should also be quelled some of those topics, or do you feel like that's fine? Uh, uh, let me give you an example. Here's my example. When it was the buildup and the, the feud of John Moxley and Chris Jericho. Right. And and it was it was building up, building up, and Jericho had Moxley on. And they were basically kind of talking about what brought him into AE dub. And how they were working things and blah, 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 blah. I mean, they're not giving any details away. But do you feel like in any way, shape, or form that detracts from the on-air drama that you watch when you tune into TV when you know the podcast drops and everything's chummy-chummy? No, because that fan base is okay with that. That fan base knows it's all bullshit. They know it. They wouldn't go crazy for Orange Cassidy and all that stuff. Right. And things like that. You know, with his kick in his pants and, and all that stuff. <laughs> they wouldn't go crazy for that. Right. Right. They know it. They, they know. Right? They know. But they know too that when Jer- Jericho and Moxley are gonna come out on Wednesday night and do their program together, their their business, they know that the fans are going to react to it because their fans want to react to it. Their fans want to have a good time. The fans want to enjoy the show. The fans are into their storylines. Your WWE fans are the more casual wrestling fans. You know, you have a lot of kids that watch WWE. You have a lot of older people that watch WWE. So the target market you're shooting for is not really watching the WWE product. Right. The people that are going to play, play along and you know, the millennials, I guess, they're going to play along. They're going to enjoy it. They're going to have a good time. People our age are not going to like it. Like, oh, my God, give me a break. Which is what you get with the WWE because it's, it's like, oh, okay. This is not the wrestling I remember watching. This is, you know, for the most part, there's nothing compelling with it. You know, yeah, there's a lot of guys doing a lot of cool moves. But what what am I getting out of it? Well, I mean, we talked about this before. A lot the the style nowadays is a lot of the Cirque du Soleil stuff, and I don't know about you, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm not like that's not wrestling to me. That that seems like it's a choreographed fight scene. You know what I mean? With too many things going on at one time. Um, I think that can turn off some of your more hardcore wrestling fans who want to see a knockdown dragout, and I think. 
Do you feel like in some ways the wrestling that we watch today is too much of the flippy dippy, if I want to take a phrase from Jim Ross? Do you think sometimes the focus is too much on that? No, because that's how it is now. This, this is what it has evolved to. Now, whether it's going to evolve and stay here or it's going to evolve to, well, eventually it will. It'll evolve to something else. But this is where we are right now. Right. And this has been every single generation since the 30s and the 40s. Of the styles a little bit different. They're doing too much of this. They're doing too much of that. And I'm not going to be that old bitter guy that says, oh, back in my day. And this is what the kids are doing. And they're athletic and they're fucking, you know, very great creatively with these moves they're coming up with. And we'll see. Is, is this flippy dippy stuff going to keep along? Or is it, have we only touched the surface? Is it only going to get worse? And I don't want to seem like a bitter person either. What, by the way, are, do, what, what the fuck do you have in your hand? Like, I, do you have a slinky? Do you, Why? What is that? I heard that on Wednesday. What was that? You have a slinky, don't you? No. What is that? Is that a sack know. of marbles or something? Um, I don't know. I, it just, I, I can tell you right now that it is very difficult to sit and watch a three-hour Monday Night Raw. It is very difficult to sit and watch it. Well, three Therefore, hours is too long for a wrestling show, anyway. It's oh man, it is it is too too much. Two hours is the perfect time for a wrestling show. Well, doesn't look like they're going to be changing anytime soon. That's what their contract with USA is for three hours until yep. they renew. That is correct. So they're they're stuck. They're trying to fill that time slot with. Whatever they have to talk about. Oh, man. I mean, just with the news today that Bruce is now going to be leading a, a very small group of people who are working on the creative team. And I, I, I don't know how much input Vince has anymore. I'm sure he checks in. I think he has more confidence with Bruce than he probably did Paul. But where's the long-term plans here? There's got to be long-term plans. They used to have long-term plans. Now it seems like it's a month-to-month, even week-to-week situation. And in any business, if you don't have some type of plan, then uh, you're flying by the seat of your pants, and sometimes that's not going to work out for you. Sometimes you might you know, catch lightning in a bottle, but a lot of times it makes you look like with your pants caught down. You know what I mean? It looks very disorganized. It's been that way for years. It just looks disorganized. To me, it doesn't show like you are prepared to go live on TV with a polished product if you are literally rewriting the show an hour or two before you go on air. It's been going on for years. Maybe I sound bitter and jaded. Maybe. It's a bitter decline. It is. It's hard to see. It's just hard to sit there and go, God damn, I knew what what it's capable. And here's the funny thing. The WWE has a good roster. They got talent. It's not tons like they have tons. It's not like they don't have a lack of a talent. I mean, they got tons of fucking people. But you you have no one to say, all right, well, I'm gonna put this piece here and I'm gonna put this piece here and this piece I'm gonna put here. You have you don't have that Steven Spielberg to mastermind or quarterback this thing to make it work. And I, I guess you could have all the talent in the world, but if you don't have a good head coach, you ain't got shit. Interesting. But yeah, the, just the say whole... that wrestling sucks. Fuck it, business is dead. <laughs> Fuck it. This is our hey. This is our money maker, Mikey. We we can't we, we can't just say completely. Fuck it. I mean, because I mean, Why? we are. We're, we're probably talking about wrestling. 
I mean, we we do sometimes. We talk about wrestling sometimes. 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 It is hot as a motherfucker in here because you made me turn the air down. I turned my air off completely, and my ceiling fan is off. So I got tit, Fuck. I got I got fucking tit sweat. That's just underneath each breast. It's ridiculous. You got that Ric Flair shirt on? No, I took the fucking oh. thing off. I, I, I might not even wear that when we record anymore because I'm so fucking self-conscious now. Well. Thank you so much by saying he looks like he's giving a blowjob because my bre- my man titty is right where his mouth is. Thank you. It does a lot for my self-esteem. It wasn't necessarily your man titty. It was more so the fact that <laughs> The way the shirt was laying. <laughs> Which was on my man titty. Well, hey, that's the way I want to look at it. Go ahead. I mean, there's not, I mean, there's only two ways to say, I mean, it's either. So, yeah, you know what I really, I, so earlier today I was like, man, I need to get some new shirts. I need to get some new summer t-shirts. Here's the problem I have. Not every brand is 2X, 2X, 2X. Not every 2X is created equal. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you got to go 5X? Hello? I hope you drop every fucking vegetable on the floor tonight and slip on it and bust your ass. <laughs> 5X? So well, you want to play it safe. Want to give yourself a little wiggle room for shrinkage. Moving on. So not every 2X is made the same. So I get these shirts... I think we're like, moving on. Yeah, well, we are. We're moving on from the fact that you're trying to go from my 2X to a 5X. So I went ahead and I got these different shirts, right? So you have like a Metallica <sighs> one. You'll have an ACDC one. You'll have a Pink Floyd one. Do you so buy you, your fucking rock shirts from Walmart? No, I don't buy my rock shirts from Walmart. All right, just check. So I buy them from Target. So oh, I got these different – and I'm looking at the tag. And I don't know what this size, what 2X they're looking at. Here's my thought process. Either that's a true, a 2X, truly a 2X, and I am not a 2X. Or I am a 2X, and 2X for the, the, the person of 2020 is smaller. I don't know what the deal is. I'm going to go with the former. Jesus. What size shirt do you wear? Are you a 2X? Yes. Shut up. Are you seriously? Yes. Right. I like my shirts big. Oh, uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, no, so no, I no, get it. I get it. No, so you're a 2X, even... but you're like, well, I like a lot of room. I'm really probably a 1X, to be honest with you. No, because, you know, even when I wore my wrestling shirt back in the day, it was big. I like a little loose and flowing. Yeah. I, I you know, I don't need I don't need a fucking goddamn form-fitting T-shirt. Right. That's just or, the height of ill manners. Where it looks like someone's giving someone a blowjob. Yeah, you see, you stand up, you see like every wrinkle. And That's every not fucking good. fat. No, no. Yeah. I need I need my t-shirt to flow. So yeah. if I gotta wear a fucking 10x to make that happen, fucks given. That's what I'll do. But no, I, I don't wear usually two x. I was gonna say I don't think there's a 10x by the way. I think that's like pup tent or like uh, car tarp. I don't think they make 10x. Do they? Coleman makes them. Does it come with the poles? No, those are extra. Oh, God damn it. Jesus. Unfucking believable. 
So what things have reopened up in Pennsylvania since, uh, well, as of Friday today, yeah, everything is opening. So you're on level, what is it, green? This is the fucking goddamn green phase. Okay. So restaurants are open. They can, in- basically, it's really pretty much tattoo shops, I think, hair salons. Um, they could not open until we were green. But, and restaurants could serve food if they were, they had an outside patio. And we actually had some city, some streets down in Allentown close. So some of these restaurants could open up, you know, outside dining in the street. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. But as of today, we can uh, eat inside. Restaurants can open up to 50%, I think, capacity. Uh Barbershops, hairstyles, hair salons, and things, they're all open up. So we're moving on here until wave two comes. Don't Everything start with fucking close again. Don't start with that wave two shit because my parents are paranoid about getting the coronavirus. So we've, we've taken our visiting with my parents from fully masked on the porch to partially masked in their garage. That's how it why goes. Don't you, why don't you just non mask and just sit outside? We do, but apart. We, yeah, we're six feet. Yeah, go I think we're gonna. <laughs> I think we're gonna get to that. Because, point. But here's here's my question now. Yes. If you're fat, should you give a little extra feet to kind of make up for the fact that you're fat? So what? The, the average person, right? What? Figure 180 pound person, right? What? You want six feet between you and the next person? Okay, I'm gonna let you finish this because I'm fucking lost as shit. All right, what if going. what if you're fat as fuck? Like, what if you're 450 pounds? Okay, you're gonna take up a lot more room as a big fat person than you would a skinny person. So, because you're bigger and you're taking up more space, should there be more feet to still account for six feet? Well, I think wherever that person sits, you just walk off six feet and put your chair down. I'm not really, I'm not really understanding the concept behind if somebody is, as in you, as your words, a big fat fuck. I don't really think that that matters. I didn't say big fat fuck. You did. Well, you're kind of insinuating. That, no, you can't go into insinuation. Oh, it doesn't. Well, okay, here's the point. Wherever that individual sits, no matter how large or unlarge they are, just walk off six feet and put your fucking chair down. It seems pretty no, simple to me. No, I don't. No. Why? Why? I'm. I'm. Where's your logic in this? So, a. So I sit down. We'll just use me, okay? I sit down. All right. Here, listen. Okay. I'm three bills, right? I'm not your average person, right? Right. Clearly, and it's the six foot rule, right? Uh, but, uh, yeah, but if you're that so big, you're, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think there should be more space. You need more personal space. I think you just hate people. That's what I think. I think you just don't like people, and I think you just want to be a little bit more distant from them. Am I correct? Like, let's just say you're seven feet tall. How, where let's are you the, finding? Let's, where let's, are you finding go, these let's freaks? Go, let's go this. Let's say, let's say you're seven feet tall. Yeah, let's go with that. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, your average person, five foot ten. Okay. When you speak, mm-hmm. you're spit. Is their cock level, I bet. It is the level of someone of that height. Yeah. So as they talk, the air particles are, are, are going to go, 
and they're going to drop down, which is why they say six foot. If you're fucking seven feet tall, your spit has a further way to drop. So you should be further away than six feet from someone that tall because there's their saliva and their aerosol droppings with the fucking coronavirus is going to travel further before it comes down. Right. So it'll go over your head before it ever touches any of your major orifices on your face. But if you're six feet away, their aerosols are still higher than it would be than yeah. a normal person. Right. So it's so going to clear your head. No, it's not. This is all physics. If, if you can't keep up, I, I don't want to tell you. No, I'm with you completely. I just like to know where you're finding these seven foot, 450 pound people just walking around your neighborhood. I'd like They're to around. find that out. They're oh, around. are they? Are they yep. around? My neighbor. Okay. Your neighbor. Tell me about your neighbor. Is your neighbor seven foot tall? Uh, six to eight. That is not even close to seven feet tall. Close. To, well, when you're five ten, it is. Oh, Jesus. How much do they weigh? 455. Shut up. You, you, are, you are so full of shit. No, I swear to God. I swear to and God. He walks his fucking German Shepherd every day. His name okay. is Jim. That, once again, that's fucked up. Jerry names all of his fucking animals after human names, and now this guy's naming his thing after uh, Jim? No, his name is Jim. I don't know what the fucking dog's name is. Oh, my bad. Nor, nor do I give a fuck. Keep up. I'm trying. So you're saying that depending on what your height is, you need to readjust. Well, and your weight. Well, well, yeah, I'm getting to that. And you need to readjust how much space you put in between yourself and the next person. And then based correct. upon your that's, mass, that's yes. you also need to readjust how close or not close you are to someone. Right. Based upon what the average person height and weight is. Right, because if you're standing next to somebody of average size. Thank you, Don Herbert. Right, Mr. Wizard. And you stand somewhere, and you stand next to somebody, you're okay, right? Right. Your, your feet are, are, what, two feet away. If you're next to somebody 450 fucking pounds, mm -hmm. and your feet is two feet away from his feet, there's encroachment on personal space. It's bullshit. Why so are you if you're a big person, you need to spread out a little bit more. So Why therefore, you... the six-foot rule for someone that big and that large is not going to be effective. It needs to be a nine-foot rule. Why are you getting that close to people? Why are, why are two people I'm within not, two I'm feet? I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. If you're a foot away from a fucking skinny fuck, okay. and you're a foot away from a big fucking fat person, yeah, the big fat person is going to feel like it's encroaching on your personal space. That's up to the big fat person. The big fat no, person it's up to the may person. not feel that way. I don't care about that person. Oh, so so all you care about is is who? You you care about your own personal space. Well, which one of you is the big fat fuck in this situation? <laughs> Certainly not me. Not me. <laughs> I'm only a two X. Well, according uh, to you, could be five. Well. So have you thought about maybe sending this to the powers that be in Lehigh, Pennsylvania? No, and sharing I'm just this with them? fucking Dr. Fauci. Yeah, sounds like a great idea. And you I said, guarantee if I said this to him, he would agree. Yep. Yep, everybody get your TI-83s out to figure out how close you can get to each other. Yep, once you figure that out, then you may leave your house. You're a mess. I don't even know how you function in life sometimes. I worry about you. 
like if I'm close enough and I can smell your fart through my mask, probably have coronavirus. Well, I'm not going to disagree with that. Once again, I wouldn't fart around you. Do you fart around just anybody or do you fart around people you know? Neither. So you, you choose to withstain from freeing your bowels around anyone. That is correct. Unless you're getting off the couch and something slips out. This happens. So that's just an accidental right there. That's a whoopsie. That's correct. Okay. You've never just broken wind just to break wind, just to crop dust somebody? No. The other wow. thing that makes me crazy is burping at the dinner table. Please share, Mr. McMahon. So burp. <laughs> He's me absolutely fucking crazy. It's so, it is one of those things. Okay. So burping at the dinner table, Bob. There are two. You. There are two noises that send me into a fucking hissy fit. That my brain just does not like, and it fucking just makes me very angry. Okay, which are a burp at the, at the dinner table, burp in general, but a burp at the dinner table. <clears throat> Thank you. And, and a fucking barking dog. The oh two fucking. God. Oh my god! You need medicine. Holy shit! You go from bodily functions to a fucking dog barking. Uh, a dog is the fucking worst. Non balls does it all the time, and I just tell, I just, I just shut him up. Please shut him up. Okay, you can put the slinky down. Jesus Christ. Don't you? No, I get it. I get it. You're, you're, the way you look at life is fascinating. Uh, you really do need to write a book. Like, how do I know, Freeland? Okay. That your green and my green are the same color. You mean as far as my code of being able to leave my house? No, 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 no. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about colors. Like, Fucking literally. Like Crayons? Like, like, like you look at a, you look at a green light. Okay. Right. Right. And you say, "Oh, that's a green light." Okay. But how do I know that you're seeing green the same way I see green? What if what if my green is your red? So what if I see what you think as green, but my brain interprets it as the color red? But because I've been told it's green my whole life, I call it green. Well. Uh. I don't know really where where to go or, or what to tell you about that. I, that That's some deep shit that I'm not really 100% prepared to go into with you. It's very possible. How do I know my green is your green? What, who the fuck thinks this way? I do. <laughs> what should I think of? Oh, my God. You know the two things I fucking hate in this world? People who burp. Yeah, I could understand that. That makes sense. That's rude. And dogs. What? It's true. That that's the shit I think of. That's the kind of stuff that keeps you up at night. And also the yes, fact that yes. that your that your action figure uh, was cool. Everything was fine except that they gave you the head of Robert Wagner. They didn't give you the head of Robert Wagner. They gave you the head of that that the the guy the WWF guy. Oh, Iron uh, Mike Sharp. Sharp. Robert what? Wagner? Where the fuck did that come from? No, Lee Majors. Lee Majors. Yeah. Oh, 
But it wasn't 1970s Lee Majors. It's 2020 That's Lee Majors. Let me ask you a question. But you had to hear that guy on the phone when I said, I think there seems to have been a mistake. You gave me the head that you made for Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> he probably lost his shit. <laughs> he think he did. You think the guy had ever heard of Iron Mike Sharp? Probably not. Probably not. So you just had a birthday. What did you end up doing for your birthday? Nothing. You had to have done something. Nothing. I mean, I knew the whole lockdown situation definitely throws a wrench into plans, but you had to have done something. Did you You go out to Nothing. go out and sit outside? Did your nope. wife make you your favorite meal? Nope. Did you go for a ride on Space Mountain, if you know what I mean? Nope. Nothing. So you're, so you're saying it was just a regular day? Yep. I didn't get a card. I got nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your kids didn't make you a card? Nope. Did your wife acknowledge you? Nope. Wow. Well, happy belated birthday. I mean, you're what? You're 45? Seven. 47. Wow. I I am 10 years younger than Jerry, whose birthday is tomorrow. Mr. Jerry Lynn. Mr. Jerry Lynn having uh, turning 58 years old, 58 years young. Oh, by the way, 57. Well, I thought he was already 10 years older. So that would be one more, which would be 58. No, that was 46. I turned 47. Got it. By the way, his birthday is eight days after mine. What are the odds? Pretty good, I guess. Are you, uh, is your anniversary and his pretty close? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I checked into the whole chiropractor thing again, then the Gashaw thing. Got a oh, woman who's gonna get who's gonna get back to me. Christ sakes. Goddamn fucking Gashaw. The, the 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 lady that's in my wife's clergy. Yeah, she's taking new patients now. I think I'm gonna go ahead and go in for a consultation. That's there's true. an interview there's an interview process you have to do before you actually get to become a patient. So I don't know what is all entailed for that. I guess I gotta do some interview prep, so you heard the Mary Shaw poem. I heard the what? The Mary Shaw poem. I've not heard the Mary Shaw poem. Oh. Have you ever seen the movie Dead Silence? I have not. Oh, my friend. Watch it tonight. It's really good? Yep. Who's in it? Uh, oh, what the hell's the guy's name? Oh, he plays like a cop or like a, a detective. Uh, is, it, is, it the, is it the Chicklets guy? No, 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 no. No, it's not Michael Chicklitz. Okay, so what's the premise of this movie that I need to be watching? Basically, it's about... There's a lady called Mary Shaw. Okay. Who back in the 50s practiced Gashaw. No, that's that's not true. I I can't explain it. It's about, like, dolls. And how, like, it kind of, like, comes to life, but you don't really see the doll come to life. You are unbelievable. You know what? Hey, I got this great place that you and Megan should go for vacation. Oh, really, Mikey? Where is it? Well, it's it's a it's like a it's it's a place that you go, and it's it's you know there's things to do there, but I can't can't really explain it to you. Thank you. What the hell's the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie again? Dead Silence. Dead Silence. I can't explain it. Because I don't really remember the full details of it. Then why are you telling me to check out a movie that you know you can't even explain to me? 
Because you said Gershaw, and it reminded me of Mary Shaw. It was the, the lady that had the dolls. Who the fuck is Mary the movie, Shaw? Dead Silence. She had the dolls. So you remember a random fucking character in a movie that you don't know anything about. And it just somehow triggered one of your ADHD moments to tell me I need to watch this movie. Yet when I ask you, why should I watch it? You don't have a fucking clue. Because it's, it's Gashaw. Moving on, moving on. Gashaw rhymes with Mary Shaw. Yep, sure it does. Donnie Wahlberg is in this movie. I'm not watching it then. No, you have to watch it. Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah. The guy from New Kids on the Block? I guess. Uh-oh, oh 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 mm-hmm. The right stuff. My sister went to a concert in the early 90s. Hold on, I is did. this where I think it is? Oh, yeah, here. I didn't go. Why not? Mm, not really my cup of tea. I did go no? see Bette Midler in 87. It was a good one. Jesus Christ. Bette Midler? Yeah, Bette Midler. Are you kidding me? Mm, I saw her. Who else did I see? I see the man I saw the Mandrell sisters. Uh who else have I seen? Who are the Mandrell sisters? Uh, they're a country music group. So now I gotta watch this fucking movie now. Cool. I'm gonna send you a link. Yeah, please, by all means do that. To, to watch the trailer. Okay. Maybe you should watch the trailer. <laughs> So you can Maybe. tell me what the hell's going on. So the weekend. <laughs> I Look at the, the text I just sent. Fucking I, put, I, I put a code on my phone now. So if I lose it, I can just. Oh, criminy. Well, that's a little problem weird. is I went to I went to send you that link. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. just sent me a fucking just picture. A, a picture. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. There's the there it is. Yeah, watch this shit. Tell me how fucked up this And you sent me the picture again. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. It fucking showed up twice. But the link is in there. In the middle. The link is in there. Yes, the link is in there. Yeah. I'll have to yeah. check it out. No, go check it out now. Right now? Yeah. There's an old ghost story around here about a woman named Mary Shaw. The ventriloquist who lost her voice. Back when I was a boy, a little boy went missing. There was only ever one suspect, Mary Shaw. The razor she edge. was murdered. The men cut out her tongue. And this town has been plagued by death ever since. Families found without their tongues. She was buried with her doll collection. The children, as she called them. Somebody dug them up. All 100 of them. They came back. They didn't stay dead. Tongue out at the scene. 
it's a Disney movie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I may have to check that out now. There you go. So you're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate that. So yeah, uh, flat-chested, red-headed, infertile woman uh, has some sick obsession with dolls. All right. Mary Shaw. Mary Shaw, because it reminds you of Gushaw. See how my my brain works? Uh, you, you trust me. If this episode hasn't taught us all how your mind works, yeah, nothing will. What do you plan on doing this weekend? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna get yourself into? Well, I'm going out to fucking lunch tomorrow or today, Friday. Are we breaking the wall here? Or what? God the fuck damn it! We? we got so far. We got so far with keeping it keeping it straight. Oh God! So today you're you're obviously going to go out to eat, right? I'm going out for Jerry's birthday. With Jerry? No. Wait a minute. What? You're going out to celebrate Jerry's birthday, right? Yeah. Right. But Jerry's not going to be there. That's correct. So you're going to be celebrating someone else's birthday by yourself. Right. Guys, this has been a great episode of uh, the False Finish Friday. What? I know. I'm leaving this one go. I am not touching this whatsoever. Wow. I don't see the problem, really. Yeah. Because we all celebrate someone else's birthday with them not there. Well, he so lives what, in Tennessee. Yeah, no, I understand, understand where he. I understand where he lives. I get that, but you're going to like. So, how are you going to do? Pr- this? I think that's pretty fucked up. I say I'm going to go out and celebrate Jerry's birthday, even though he's not going to be there. Celebration of of one of my best friends' birth. Oh God! And you're going to give me shit because uh, he's not going to fucking be there. So, okay. what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, so fucking now psychopath. Okay, so now all of a sudden it's me because I'm a cold-hearted fuck instead of you're going to go out and celebrate someone's birthday. The waitress is going to come over. You're going she's going to say, "Oh, what brings you in today, sir?" "Oh, my buddy's my friend's birthday." "My friend's birthday." "Oh, is he on his way? Should I give you a few more minutes?" "No, he's not coming." "Oh. He's one of them." And then you're probably going to try to make the waitress give you the birthday treat, which is a comp gift, like the ice cream a la mode or whatever they want to call that. Right? Are you going to try to get that I like or what? Better. I like it better when you're the straight guy. When you're like the host. I, I, don't, know why gotta, I don't know why you got to make fun of me. I'm not trying to make fun I, of I, I, I thought that would be something very nice to do for Jerry. I think it is very nice for you. No, apparently not. Apparently you think I'm some sort of fucking lunatic. Oh, how are you looking at everybody? You're waiting for your friend. Why that's, the waitress doesn't talk like that is beyond me, and it might be a waiter. That's not going to show up. You're going to go out to eat a meal to celebrate someone's birthday, and that person's not even going to be there. Yeah, but I'm not going to say I'm waiting for him. Are you even I'm going to tell them that he's not going to be no, there? No, don't even open your mouth and say that. I wouldn't even admit that. I would just say, hey, I'm here and going to have some lunch. I am going to have some lunch. I, but you're not going to tell the waiter or waitress that you're there to celebrate someone's birthday. You're not doing that. Why wouldn't I? Why? Why would you? Why would you? Typically, when you go to celebrate someone's birthday. Don't you think that when the waitress comes you. over, the waitress comes over, says, hey, how you doing? I'll say, good. And they'll say, what up to you today? I say, well, I'm telling you what I'm doing. I need an aspirin. I thought I would just be, do go out to lunch, mm-hmm. have a birthday beer for Jerry. Yeah, And that's fine. And you can do that. And I think that's that's. Very I am going to fucking do that. You could call him but on I the told phone you, or FaceTime him. I celebrate for Jerry's birthday, and right. you look at me like I'm some sort of fucking nut. Oh, I don't have to. I know. 
you, okay, it, I think the part that I'm getting hung up here on is the fact that you're going to verbalize it. If you just want to... What, trying to keep know, it a secret? Like I should be fucking ashamed of myself? Inside, you're like, you know what? I'm going to have a drink for old Jerry. And that's fine, but you don't tell the waiter or waitress, hey, by the way, can I see your menu? I'm going to need an extra minute. I'm trying to decide what I'm going to have to celebrate my buddy's birthday. Because you know they're going to ask, oh, is that person going to join you? Should I give you a couple extra minutes? And then you're going to come back with, no, he's in Tennessee. And then it's going to be super fucking awkward. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Why? Have you, I don't think it's going to be awkward this at before? all. Have you done this before? I've done it before. And you've told the waiter or waitress that you're here to celebrate an occasion where that person for said occasion isn't there. Yeah, I went out one time. I celebrated my grandmother's birthday. That's a little different. Why? Because, is your grandma no longer with us? Yes. Okay. Correct. The memory of a deceased individual is is paying homage to them right it is have it, it's it's a memorable moment it's a, it's a respect well, one day jerry is not going to be with us holy fuck we're not going down the dark alley right now it's not no i'm not making it a dark alley but one day jerry I, won't be with us and i like to think that man, i don't the time i went out to molly mcguire's and jerry's birthday what is your wife thinking? he wasn't there but i celebrated my friend's birth anyway Okay, I guess no- I guess I'm a fucking asshole. Pardon me. Okay, hold on. The only way that this is going to get greenlit whatsoever in my book is: Have you talked to your wife about your plan to do this? Well, no. She's the sane, logical one here in the team. Okay, she's the one who I think keeps the the rudders going in the ocean. If you know what I mean. I think she would probably uh, rec- no, she wouldn't. recommend a, a no. different no, she idea. Wouldn't. You don't no, think she would. she would. You don't nope. think she would. She would say, if that's what you want to do, then that's what we'll do. Will she be there with you? Yeah, no, she's not going to judge me, make it seem like I'm, you know, off my rocker. No, she supports she, me when I do these things. I'm sure she does because she's a, she's a good level-headed woman. The point being, though, I find it very hard to believe she's going to go along with this shit show. She won't say anything. Yeah, to avoid sure. embarrassment. I completely understand. That's At that point, that's her only uh, course of action to take. I don't know this man. I just met him. Just my opinion. Don't know why I think that way. So would you would you celebrate my birthday that way? Uh, probably not. What the fuck does ah mean? What is that kind of shit? Ah? I know I'm not. I'm not. I've, I've known Jerry, uh, you know, 20 years. And I understand that 100%, and I respect that completely. Would you do that for Beardo? Would you, would you be like, yeah, today, Beardo can't join me for his birthday. He's still alive, mind you. Um, but I'm going to go out and celebrate his birthday. No, because he, he lives five minutes from me. Oh, so that would be kind of fucking stupid. Does he live right next to the, the seven-foot, 450-pound man? No. Right. I'm going to take a picture of this fucking guy one time and send it to you, and you're going to go, Holy shit, he's right. Yep. I am. Yep. And Homeland Security's going to go knocking at your fucking door. Let him. I got nothing to hide. Oh, boy, my friend. <laughs> oh, God. I've never been removed from an airplane. You're one of a kind. I tell you what. So you're going to celebrate Jerry's birthday. Have you told Jerry that you're going to celebrate his birthday by doing this? No. Why not? Is it a surprise surprise celebratory birthday that you can't tell the person? Maybe it is. Maybe I'll get a cake to the table. 
And when they bring the cake over, they sing. I'm gonna get them on uh, FaceTime. Oh, 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 man! I am already, I'm already feeling awkward right now, and I'm not even there. Well, you're fucking self-conscious. Why? Why do you give a fuck what anybody else thinks? No, what I'm saying though is, I'm not gonna generally. Go, okay, if I'm gonna go celebrate someone's birthday, you're okay? saying you're uncomfortable. Why? I'm saying I would go out with that person. I would take them out to lunch or dinner and celebrate their birthday. If they are not able to go, I, inside my mind, would say, you know what? I'm having this. This drink is for is for them. No, no. See, that's, see, that's I stupid. wouldn't no, throw see, an no, imaginary no, no, birthday party at a table by myself and then <laughs> give a fucking cake come out. An imaginary birthday party. You are having a goddamn imaginary birthday party in your mind. For someone who doesn't even know you're doing this. And then you just said when they bring out the cake, you might get them on the phone. That would be great. Do you have any idea? That is like terms for removal from the restaurant. You're a dick. I'm not. I am not. I am just. I think of things. You're being fucking very judgmental. I'm not being judgmental. I feel like. The fuck you ain't. (laughs) The fuck you ain't. (laughs) Uh, all right, fine. You know what? Do the birthday cake. Do whatever. Like you if want. I invited Jerry, yeah, to come here, and he said no, okay, then, then you I, no, reschedule. I, right, but he lives twelve hours away by car. Okay, so you are now. Your wife is not going with you, so you're doing this solo, right? She'll come with me. So your wife's going to come with you, yeah. And your wife is one hundred percent okay with you celebrating someone's birthday with them not there and then having a cake at the table. Well, I, I did just think of that now. She wouldn't say anything. Because of shock. No, because that she just, that that's how she is. Do you think this is a normal thing? Do you think a lot of people do this? That maybe you're not I the didn't only think, one? I didn't think it was abnormal. You didn't? <laughs> oh, I just thought it'd be a fucking nice thing to do. I'm not saying that the your heart is not in the right place because it is because you are a kind person. Well, apparently I'm some sort of fucking sociopath. No, never said that. Well, never that's what you're implying. Never said you're skinning cats and fucking. That's po- what you're implying. No, 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 not going there. I'm just saying when you have a surprise birthday party and the person for the surprise birthday party ain't there, I'm not really exactly sure. I didn't say the surprise here. birthday party. Well, you're like, no- well, there's going to be a cake, and you know what I may do? I may get them on Skype. I may I may get him on FaceTime. All right. And this is cake. And then you're gonna eat his fucking birthday cake in front of him with him not even being there. Oh. You know what? I think that if it was your birthday. <laughs> yeah. And I had a, I went out to dinner. Okay. And, I said, and you're you know what? And you're with and the missus. And, and you're with yep, the missus. Yep. And I, I said, I told the waitress, my friend's not here, but it's his birthday today. And I'd like to celebrate. In fact, he can't be here. So if I get him on FaceTime. And I think that if I got you on FaceTime and I showed the table, and as they come up, walking to the table, clapping their fucking hands, doing the, the happy no, birthday, happy birthday. No, thing, no. You'll get a smile out of it. If, if, if I no, I would. Here. I would. That would be impressive. That would be impressive. I'm just. So why the would... hell if I'm doing it for Jerry? It's a bad idea. Because, first of all, oh, you because did. because it's not for me. 
you know, first of all, because you did not say for a fact you were going to get him on FaceTime. It was not it was not revolving around, hey, let's let's bring him here to this and let's do a surprise over the phone thing. It was a I'm going to celebrate someone's birthday. They're not even aware of it. They're not even there. And then you had the audacity to go and say, well, if they bring a cake out, I may get them on Skype. Like what? You know what? Uh, I thought it'd be nice. I think it is. I think you just sent him a card. I just sent him a text message. I'll do that too. You know what? You know what? Fuck what I'm thinking. Maybe I am just a big dick. Maybe you should just go ahead and do it. And then when you do it, please make sure I'm getting sent the video. I'd like to see it. And I think if I did, I think Jerry would be very touched that I did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jerry's a very appreciative person. See? Unlike you. Unlike me. You cynical fucking bastard. Oh, my goodness. I am a very compassionate, thoughtful. Oh, you sound it. You sound it. Warm, loving, caring, nurturing, supportive individual. You got me feeling about three fucking nodges from the news. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? I'm done oh. fucking sharing. This is the fucking last time I open up on this fucking program. No, I'm just, I like it when you open up and you share your, your feelings. I think it's good. No. It's healthy. No, it's very it doesn't, healthy. It certainly doesn't feel healthy. Well, keep playing with that slinky. Guys, if you enjoy the program, please, by all means, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you're thinking about. Please leave us a review. And please state how hurtful Mike Freeland is. If you'd like to cruise on over to Pro Wrestling Tees, you can go ahead and get a Jerry Lynn, Mikey Whipwreck, or... The original Front Row Material logo shirt, they are all available right there. I do believe some sales will be going on sale soon. Clearance. Yeah. Good stuff right there. By the way, I'd like to also uh, do a special shout-out. Our our Front Row Material shows at fucking uh, Marshalls. TJ Maxx. Fucking Marshalls? Yeah, it's where they get rid of excess stock. Jesus. Ross. They sell burned copies and coconuts. Ollie's discount. Um, I did want to do a special shout out. Good friend of ours, the Blue Meanie and Josh Chernoff. And uh, they have a new show here on the MLW Radio Network. It is Mind of the Meanie. And uh, it's a great show. As many of you know. I bet Meanie and Chernoff, they'd come celebrate Jerry's birthday if he wasn't there. I'm sure they would because they're nice people. And they they would do it. not like you. Check out their show. Their show is each and every Monday on the MLW Radio Network. Please go ahead and uh, follow them on iTunes. Click that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And you can also go ahead and find them on YouTube. Once again, click that uh, bell so you get notifications every single time. New contests made available. And uh, follow their show. And follow them on social media as well. Want to give them a plug. They're good people. It's very nearly of you. I, I do my best. I really nice do. Nice demeaning. Because I care. Oh, yeah. I do. All right. So you celebrate your 49th birthday, and Jerry's going to celebrate his birthday, and all is well in the world. You going to make anything to eat now that we're done? Nope. You're just going to get right to bed? I don't want to do anything right now. You don't want to do anything. Well, you should go watch that movie you just recommended to me. 
I've seen it. I've seen it. Shut up. You couldn't even remember the movie like five minutes ago. Now all of a sudden, instant recall. Yes, the, watching the trailer kind of. Oh, okay. Reminded me. I'm going to watch it. What's the, what's the name of the movie again? Dead Silence. Dead Silence. Nice. Take a listeners have to listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, that's going to do it. We will catch you next Friday. All finish. Say goodbye, Mikey. Happy birthday, Jerry. Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And Josh Chernoff. And uh, we're excited to announce that Mind of the Meanie is now powered by the MLW Radio Network. Myself and Josh Chernoff will bring you a show every week where we talk about everything from wrestling, movies, sports, and useless knowledge. But most importantly, we have a great group of neighbors there with front row material. Absolutely. Front row material. We've got Mike Freeland. We've got Mikey Whipwreck. And we have got hashtag... This is Jerry Lynn. You're welcome again for that. I love to be here with you guys. I'm glad to call you neighbor. Maybe I'll stop over for uh, some extra coffee or a cup of sugar or have a slice of dropped pie. Ditto. Please tune into Mind and the Meanie. Please keep supporting Front Row Material and we'll be a part of this great MLW radio network.